This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Well, if I can see it, then I can do it. If I just believe it, there's nothing to it. I believe I can fly, I believe I can touch the sky, think about it every night and day, spread my wings and fly away, I believe I can soar, see me running through that open door, I believe I can fly, I believe I can fly. I believe I can fly. I believe I can fly. Yeah. I believe I can fly. What powerful words, right? Sometimes you just have to be able to believe in yourself. Have a little faith in yourself. Have some trust in yourself. And then you can do anything. You can do anything. You know, they have it the old uh, self-fulfilling prophecy, it's called, right? And and there's been a lot of studies done. You know, a lot of you know me. My my background is uh, I have my doctorates in research and evaluation in education and psychology. There's been so many studies done where once instructors, adults are informed that a group of kids are tested high on the spectrum, tested in the middle, tested on the low end, well, they guess what? They teach according to what they think the students are capable of doing. But time and time again, we see that those things just don't hold water. Those labels, labels are really disabling. And I'll just share this one quick story with you, and I'm going to connect it with this week's Torah portion in just a moment. So we were, to make a long story short, we were invited to a reunion at the Chabad House in Buffalo. And these were all graduates and people had moved on with their lives. It was a very big, beautiful uh, Shabbaton, a uh, whole weekend experience, and a fire broke out Friday night, uh, Shabbat night. And I just remember somebody coming into the bedroom. I remember being hot as I was sleeping and throwing off the blankets, and it was just got warmer and warmer, and I'm tossing and turning. All of a sudden, the door and the bedroom opens up, a guy's standing there. Uh, basically, and it is uh, just in his PJ bottoms, and he says, there's a fire in the house, uh, you need to get out now. And the next thing I knew, I am holding up a bed. I somehow put my arm on one side of the bed and one on the other side of the bed, lifted up the entire bed, ready to chuck it out the window so we could escape through the window. And as I'm holding the bed up in the air, the guy says to me, no, no, you got time, you can, you can go out the front door. So I put the bed down, and my wife was in there, our daughter Hindi, um, who was uh, very young at the time. So we all went out. Um, once my wife took Hindi out immediately, and the ho- as the house was filling up with smoke, it was pretty crazy. But the point I wanted to bring out was, now normally if you were to tell me, I want you to go over to this bed, it was a, um, a wooden frame bed with a box spring and a mattress, and I want you to lift the thing up in the air, just you. You'd be like, I can't do that. Ain't no no way whatsoever. Ain't no how. But you know what? 
there I was holding the bed up in the air, ready to chuck it right. Like it was like I didn't feel the weight at all. And it's like this notion of if you believe that you can do something, uh, sometimes belief and faith in yourself is higher than what your brain is telling you. Right? Your brain, you know, tells you sometimes you're very limited. No, no, you can't lift up that bed. What are you crazy? You better get somebody in there, hold one end, you'll hold the other end. Maybe the two of you will lift it up and maybe you'll get it over your heads to throw out, out through the window. I, I myself was ready to chuck that thing out the window like it was a piece of, a small piece of wood. And what do we find in this week's Torah portion? A, a bomb of a statement. So this week, has a dramatic story. It's the, it's the Torah portion of Shalach or Shalach Lacha that you um, um, go. Uh, Moses sends out spies to check out the land to see if the land of Israel to see how they can move in. Um, what do they need to do to get ready to move into what is known as the Promised Land? So this is a long time ago, folks. This was in the year uh, what was it two uh, two four eight eight. Forty years wandering through the desert. So now uh, you're talking about three thousand years ago, over almost three thousand three hundred years ago, and that's a long time, right? And this is the land that was promised to the offspring of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so Moses sends his spies. He wants to see what's the best way, how we're going to, uh, what should we do, how should we uh, move into the land, uh, how do we, um, how do we fulfill the the dream of the promised land over 3,300 years ago. All right? The spies come back and they bring this message to the people. The people get all disheartened except for Joshua and Caleb. They say, no, we get, we got this. Don't worry. God has performed all these miracles for us. We just escaped from Egypt. We just... Um, uh, we witnessed the ten plagues. We witnessed the crossing of the uh, uh, the splitting of the the Reed Sea. It's often mistranslated as the Red Sea. It's really the Reed Sea. Uh, all these great miracles. Uh, the good Lord fed us uh, manna in the desert. Come out with the clouds of glory, protected us. It kept us warm at night. It kept us cool in the daytime. I mean, come on! All these great miracles. So now you got to you're going into the land. What's the big deal? But the spies showed this huge. It's like a a, a grape bunch that weighed hundreds of pounds. And then they said the people are huge, the people are giants. And it, it was an accurate description, but the way they gave it over was that they finally, they said, no, we can't do it. And then they said an incredible statement. We were like grasshoppers in our eyes compared to these giant people. And so, too, we were in their eyes. We were like grasshoppers in our eyes, and so, too, we were in their eyes. And um, I remember uh, uh, reading a, uh, a nice discourse from the Rebbe about this. The Rebbe brought out this point that the Torah mentions we were first, we, con- we considered ourselves to be grasshoppers, like little nothings. We're like this big compared to the, um, compared to them. So the only reason, the Rebbe states over there, the only reason we were like grasshoppers in their eyes, we were like little people, like nothing, insignificant little things that could be stepped on, right? We were insignificant is because we considered ourselves, these 10 of the 12 spies said, we were like grasshoppers in our own eyes, we were like little nothings compared to them. 
So once we have a low self-concept of ourselves, then automatically that's how other people will perceive us. So, which is the opposite of, if I can see it, then I can do it, if I just believe it, there's nothing to it. Why? I believe I can fly, I believe I can touch the sky, think about it every night and day, spread my wings and fly away. I believe we can soar See us running through that open door I believe we can fly I believe we can fly I believe we can fly Oh, yeah I believe we can fly Yeah, let's get out there and soar. It's time to soar, everybody. And I love, I didn't sing the whole the whole uh, first verse, but I love this verse where, uh, see, I was on the verge of breaking out. Sometimes silence seems so loud. Now check out this part. There are miracles in life I must achieve. You can achieve miracles, but first I know it starts inside of me. Well, if I can see it, then I can do it, if I just believe it, there's nothing to it, yeah, I believe we can fly. All right, get out there and soar, y'all. Get out there and soar. Plug into that the real essence of you, which is above and beyond Nature. We're not limited by nature. If need be, yeah, you can pick up that bed all by yourself and get ready to chuck it out there. We'll heave that thing eight feet up in the air, and it's, it's like a feather. All right. Peace out, y'all. Have a wonderful Shabbat Shalom and a great weekend.